Hello, lady. This is Andre the Giant, and you're listening to the Morning Dodcast on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Be careful. People who host podcasts cannot be trusted. Hey, Mike, can you hear me? All right, I'm going to try to do this entire show while I'm taking this Peloton class. <laughs> you jerk. Morning Dadcast. All right, we got to we got to get into something right away. Oh god, hold on, I'm going to catch my breath. All right. Because you wrote dream update on the ROS. And I did. you said we were you said we were never talking about dreams again. There's Ever. one part of dreams that I forgot to mention on our last adcast. Unless we're talking about nights into dreams. Oh god, no. People love nights into dreams. I've never been a fan. You don't like nights into dreams? Not I even don't the like Christmas s- expansion? Nope. I don't like Space Harrier either though. So maybe that's just um a perspective thing. Uh-huh. I'm not a huge Panzer Dragoon fan either. Yeah. Although I, I like the RPG uh, one. And somehow, for some reason, now it costs $1,000. <laughs> right. Because you and three other people want it, and there's only two <laughs> copies in the world. Right, exactly. And uh, Kojima has one. Of course. Um, so, yeah, there was, a, there was something that I forgot about in the world of dreams that is also annoying. And I was reminded of it this week because we did not have a morning dad cast last week because we premiered our Super Mario World episode, which is our most listened to episode in a week. Yeah. Which is great. So thank you to everyone who's listened. For anyone who's missed it, please check it out. We do some really fun things on this show. And because we missed it last week, I forgot to tell you that somebody said this to me last week. Hey, I had a dream that I was looking down into a bowl of popcorn and every kernel had a face and it made me not want to eat it. What do you think that means? Uh (laughs) Okay. So I said, it means the same thing as if you looked down and had pickles instead of fingers. And it (laughs) means the same thing as if you had a dream that you saw the Fugees performing in a blockbuster. (laughs) Do you know what that is? It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It but I would pay nothing. top dollar to see the Fugees play a blockbuster. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so folks, if you have any dreams out there that are odd or weird, or seem like they're somehow predicting the future, they're not. Yeah. They mean nothing. Also, if you want to write in with your dreams and make Todd listen to them, which I think should be a thing. I think if you've had a dream and it's totally <laughs> ridiculous. If you breathe and, oxygen, <laughs> then I want to read it to Todd because I want him to suffer through it. All right, but I'm not reading it. No, I'll read it. That's I'll do fine. A dram- I'll do a dramatic reading and then you need to tell me what it means. Yeah, you actually, your Orson Welles was getting pretty good. So maybe you can do it a la Orson Welles. <laughs> Put some scratchy record sound effects behind it. A little scratchy? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. 
I can do that. So, so yeah, that was the dream update. I think that covers everything with dreams now. Okay, we can wrap it up and just throw it away forever now. Yeah. Although we did get some listener feedback. Uh, and they decided to share one of their dreams with us. So I have a feeling this isn't over yet. <laughs> Wait a minute. When did that happen? I didn't see that come in. Yeah. Um, one of our, one of our, our kind of, I think probably one of our biggest fans, uh, who we <laughs> casually refer to as Kevbo. <laughs> right. <laughs> he decided to share one of his dreams with us, uh, a dream that actually got so wild that he knocked over things on his nightstand. Oh, yeah. So I had a dream about eating a marshmallow when I woke up, my pillow was gone. <laughs> That that definitely wasn't the dream, was it? No, I don't think it was that. <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think that's uh mm. I think that's the Mike Lindell dream. Mm-hmm. You know, the man does a good pillow. Yeah, so I wanted to tell you something really embarrassing. And I think one of the one of the things I love about the show is that we don't try to make ourselves sound like we're anything but what we are. Yeah. Um, old dads who have no idea what's going on. Yeah, we talk about more of our are uh, deficiencies <laughs> than uh, any characteristics that people would be proud of. Yeah, totally. I am a dork. <laughs> Can we just end this show right there? Just isolate that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I don't do any drugs and I really don't drink either. That's but, true. So I had a really embarrassing moment with somebody that I work with the other day. And it was the end of the day, and it was a really long day. We were both exhausted, and it was late at night. And um, he said to me, and I don't, again, well, I'll, I'll just go through the story. He said, oh, man, I can't wait to get home. And he's stretching as he says it, and he goes, roll these joints and get to sleep. And I went, <laughs> ah, foam roller? <laughs> And then before he looked at me, kind of odd, and I went, I have this really great foam roller that actually vibrates and it's cool. It's called Hyperice. And I could tell that I'm losing him with every word that I'm saying. <laughs> you're and he losing goes, him quick. He goes, I'm talking about weed. And I was like, oh, oh, you're going to roll like a marijuana cigarette. Okay. That makes sense. That makes right. way more sense. And he walked away from me as if I insulted his mother. <laughs> like, how could you think? That when I said rolling joints, I meant that I was going to foam roll my fascia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was really embarrassed about that. I was like, boy, I am really on a different, on a different wavelength than most people, aren't I? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it was a little embarrassing, but I thought it was. But also a little weird for him to just drop rolling joints. When when do you? Well, yeah. You know, the other thing is. um, Rolling joints is also a young man's game. I feel like, no? Or is it an old man's game? <laughs> I think rolling joints is now an old man's game. Uh, the, the kids the kids of today have been much better options than we did of, um, <laughs> you know, ro- rolling these pin-sized uh, shake joints. <laughs> if you could smoke like 30 of them and only catch a buzz, now you could take like one hit of the monster weed that's out there and you're done for the week. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize we would have to, sm- we would buy a dime bag for 10 bucks, but we'd have to smoke the whole entire thing to feel yeah. anything. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. But the, th- the thing that was odd is that we've never like talked about drugs and, th- you know, like I'm more than happy to talk about people's hobbies or the ways that people relax. I'm not going to, obviously, I, I don't care what anybody does, but right. we've never like discussed it. So it was weird that he said it. Right. But it was much weirder that I, you know, then thought he was going <laughs> to foam roll his joints. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Okay. There are a few other things we have to get into before we get into the news. Yeah. One, you, <laughs> another mystery gem on the, on the ROS. Yeah. What is Todd's Twilight Life? <laughs> oh, no. We should have actually discussed that because <laughs> you were supposed to write that. Oh. Remember I, the WandaVision what? when I was going to have all of my stories be Twilight Zone episodes and you were going to write three of them? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were talking about the movie Twilight with vampires. See how easy it is to get confused? The yeah. English language is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Oh, man. I'm sure it has something to do with, you know, it's people. There was time now and yeah. whatever the other third popular <laughs> of many marcia yep oh i love todd. that one yeah todd mm-hmm. come back to the exercise workout gear section todd <laughs> <laughs> right is a sports like, mannequin you- i love that <laughs> yeah you're a sp- heisman you're a, like in the heisman trophy position you're a sports mannequin <laughs> and a total drag yeah they're all like oh todd we're gonna go out and roll joints and you're like yeah, yeah my they, joints will sore for the big game that's you're right they, uh, the only the reason game. the only reason they want me back is so that you know one of the other ones can turn to life uh not right. because they want me back in the store no nobody wants you there no <laughs> definitely <laughs> not absolutely not <laughs> definitely not oh my all god all right so that one was good so that worked out well done. So it worked out. Yeah, I, I didn't do the homework because That's I totally fine. forgot. I thought you were going to surprise me with how you'd live your life as a vampire. No. Which I imagine no. would be some kind of like mm, pink Himalayan salt in your blood that you drink. Yeah. And some kind of lemon squirted into it. You know probably. what? Speaking about vampires, <laughs> um, sure. I've always found in like, there was a movie Dracula 2000 that came out. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Who was in that? I don't remember who was in it, but it was the like first James Woods in it. <laughs> I think it was Macaulay Culkin. Stop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the ending. Oh, that's the easiest home alone ever. It's just like, can yeah. we come in? And he's like, no, no, like, oh, no, well, I, guess we, I guess that's, that's, that's it. Sorry, that's you're it. out. It's a short film. I remember really loving this concept and I've heard the concept now multiple times, but that was the first time I did. And that Dracula is essentially the first vampires judas okay and i really like that concept because one it rolls into our lent update and two it that's it that's what accounts for the things that are supposed to scare dracula or keep him away so you have silver which is what judas traded you know jesus's life for essentially catholic imagery Mm-hmm. Which again makes sense, um, and the reason that he's immortal—it's not a gift; it's a punishment um, right. for you know having betrayed Jesus. And I heard it recently again, but I think that's such a cool foundation for the Dracula story. Right? Uh, it makes a lot of sense because it is a weird kind of collection of stories through time that have kind of all added up to these things that are supposed to frighten Dracula, and it doesn't really make much sense. But that kind of pulls it all together, doesn't it? Yeah, no, that's that that glues it all up, I think. Yeah. So like you have you these know. ideas of like a vampire burning if he enters a church and stuff like that. It's like, oh, all right. No, that, that all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you touched very quickly on something that we have to get into. Yeah. You're going to have to let people know. I think it's confession time. Mm, what do you mean?
So how many days are left in Lent that you couldn't make it, you weak, weak I don't know man. what you're talking about. <laughs> it's time I've been to confess. fine. I've been fine. It's time to confess, Todd. Lent has gone really well for me. Uh, no, it has not. All right, you, I, I you, broke. You broke your Lenten <laughs> promise, sir. <laughs> I broke. You broke your Lenten yeah. promise. I don't know how it happened. It's kind of a late night incident where... I made an offer on Govelius for the sake sure. of Master System, like <laughs> <A> people <laughs> often do. <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of people don't remember how they uh, how they um, crossed the Lord. <laughs> right. A lot of people don't remember yeah. it. Oh, man, what did I do? Did I kill that guy or covet my neighbor's wife? What did yeah. I do? No, I, uh, yep, I made an offer on um, a used Sega Master System complete in box Govelius, mm-hmm. which I've wanted for quite some time. And I figured, you know what? It's Lent. I'm technically not supposed to be purchasing any games, but that certainly can't mean that I can't throw out really low ball offers that will never get accepted. That is what that means, Todd. That's exactly what it means. But I knew that it wasn't going to get accepted. And it wasn't the first time that I've done it during Lent. You are an ex-altar boy, all right? That's right. You've worked a few funerals. Oh, yeah, plenty. You've worked many funerals for the church. Mm -hmm. And this is how you repay them? I know. Listen, again, I threw out such a low ball offer. I thought there was no possible way this guy was going to go for it. Now, not only did he go for it, but he sent me the most ambitious seller email that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> was it just from like devil 666 well, underscore actually, temptation? Actually, his name was Dark Falls. Oh, God, you you fell for it. I fell the for devil, it. The devil is out there, Todd. He's looking for converts for his army. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I always thought that if I was Jesus in the desert for 40 days of fasting, I'd be fine. You're the only asshole who would think of himself as Jesus in the desert. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think of myself as that. You I'm are just the saying, only if, jerk. <laughs> What's I'm your Peloton com- name? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus won. Clearly, no one's tried to do that before. Jesus won. Jesus. Just Jesus was yeah. taken. It was. Of it course. was taken. Well, you know, you yeah. have to have one for the Lord. Right. You put one aside for the yeah. Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, I just always thought I'd be able to handle temptation. But again, like I said, so let's just say the price of the game was, let's make up a number and say it was $50. Let's, let's just say it was 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, instead of offering him $50, I offered him 30 pieces of silver. So right, I, of I offered, say, if it was 50, I offered like 25. I just offered half and was like, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's not going to happen. And he bit. <laughs> so here's where the dilemma. Like, That's right, Tom. <laughs> That's right. This still counts, dear boy. <laughs> 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 gotcha. So you've entered into a contract for your soul. <laughs> right, but listen, here's my dilemma. So is it worse that I buy the game or is it worse that I I rescind my offer or go back on my word? Cuz then I'd be a liar. Uh Honestly, so that was my dilemma, and I decided that lying is much worse than my Lenten promise, and you know, breaking the heart of this poor seller, otherwise known as Lucifer or Lucifer the Morning Star. (laughs) (laughs) Morning underscore star. That's right. Underscore six six (laughs) six. Right. For real, you got to go confess now. Have you hit the church? 
Did you I do the drive by confession? Yet, but but I have to tell you, <laughs> I have to tell you what this this. So this guy, after I purchased this, of course, he has no idea that he's you know destroyed part of my soul in the process. Which is good because I, I have like fifteen pieces of know. Horcruxes that my soul can I can redistribute. So I'll be fine. <laughs> that's, that's true. I think but he did know. Todd. He might. I think he but went after he, you. he sent me an email that was three paragraphs long, describing how he put the game into a system, played the first level, got the password, turned the system off, put the password in, was able to start where he ended up, and then sent me pictures with a printout of my order on his TV. Five different pictures of the game working well. Then upgraded me to first class shipping so that I will get it in like a day or two instead of a week. And it was the most ambition I've ever seen from a seller. <laughs> sure, Cadwallader 666. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I felt really good about that because I've made a new friend. Yeah, no, the, sure, it's great to be friends with the devil. There's <laughs> exactly. A lot, there's a lot of perks. Yeah. So, all right, what's my Listen, you're uh, you got to say like six Jackie Masons and okay. like four, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. Okay. And you got to. Uh, All right. I can know. do that. Well, I thought my penance would be this. I'm going to destroy Golbelius. I'm going to play through the entire game from beginning to end. And I'm not going to treat it like a normal retro game purchase like we normally do and play it for 15 minutes and then stick it on the shelf with the rest of the collection. Right. So that's my penance. Does that sound fair? Your penance is that you get to ignore your family yep. <laughs> while you go on this quote unquote holy quest to redeem yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Cartridge to the carpenter. Right. right? <laughs> Cartridge to the carpenter. Sure. Yeah. My wife and I have this joke with um, since we've been together for a long time. And um, if I like go, if like we have time to hang out, but I'm going to go play video games instead. The joke's always been <laughs> that I have to. I'm saving the world. Sure. So, I mean, I'm saving the world. So, again, I might be, I may have a bit of a messiah complex. You do. Yeah. I think I'm realizing that. You compared yourself to Jesus. Yeah. And when I play Link to the Past for the 14th time, I describe it as saving the world. Right. That's weird. You had, you dropped Link's Awakening and Beyond Oasis on here. Is that for any reason? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, Beyond Oasis is one of the games that I'm going to play from start to finish as well. And I will. Why? Because I never have, and I have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those games that I've always... It's a great action RPG. Probably the best one on the Sega Genesis. And mm-hmm. I want to give it some time. Because right now, there's not a tremendous amount of new games that are out that I want to play. And there will be. You know, this spring, summer, especially fall, I expect that we're going to have a lot of new games, whether it's for Switch or for Xbox or for PlayStation. And sure. now is the time, I think, to... When I see a lull in the upcoming release calendar, that's when I like to try to kind of go back and get that retro stuff done that I've always wanted to. Like last year when we had a lull, I did Crystallis and obviously didn't shut up about it for six months. Right. Um, So yeah, and Link's Awakening, I started playing again because I am commuting more and I never really gave it, I played it a little when it first came out and then kind of put it away, but Mm -hmm. it's really, it's really good. It's a really it, Link's Awakening originally on Game Boy is an awesome game, but this remake is really, really special. And it shows you how much Nintendo can give us when they want to remake a game. Like, I don't need an HD remaster where, like, you can see a little less shading in the polygons. Like, okay, fine. Link looks Whatever. like Michael Jackson. Yeah, exactly. And the texture mapping is done. And, like, okay, that's great. But, like, this is a complete, you know, you know overhaul. Yeah. Ground up uh, with a totally new design and art style. And that's just, it's great. I'd love to see them do something like that with Minish Cap, Oracle of Season, Oracle of Ages. 
but it's I'm having fun playing it. Great. Yeah. I mean, you're a sinner, but it's fine. Right. I don't even know how we can continue on with the show. Really? I'm just going to smash right into this with this transition. Mm. I watched all four hours of the Snyder Cut. Oh, did Justice you League really? Cut. I settled in with the boys and we watched, uh, we ordered Domino's, as you do when you're having a disgusting movie night. And to their credit, they didn't fall asleep at all. Wow. Both? Both. Whoa. Into the, and we started it at like six. So it went to into 10, 10, wow. 30 or whenever it went. So Charlie didn't fall asleep. Gabe didn't fall asleep. Here's what I'll say. I, like, like, listen, I didn't, I didn't like the first one. Okay. Um, I didn't uh, see, uh, I didn't see the first one. So yeah, but here, but here's what I will, will say about this one to its credit. Even though it's four hours, it moved better than the two hour Joss Whedon version. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> yeah. Just because wow. there's a whole, think about it. There's two hours of backstory. Right. That was just cut out on the floor. And so in the in the original version, in the theatrical release, it was just like, here's Cyborg. And we were like, who? And they're like, never mind, keep going. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. In this one, he's got a whole backstory and his yeah. dad does, you know, does I a bunch of stuff. Why they didn't just decide to make two movies at that point when they had so much in the can. Or pull a Harry Potter, what is it, seven? And do right, just split them. Split them in two, yeah. Yeah, or any last one in the series where they just right. split them in two. Here's the interesting thing, though. And I, I, I was kind of like... That's 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 um a direction I might be interested in seeing. They hint at two sequels, two Justice League sequels, and then you know Zack Snyder released some kind of statement about like where he planned to go, right? And I guess what happens is in two. Okay, first of all, spo- uh, spo- <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> okay. potentially spoilers. I don't know. It's people are writing about it all over the place anyway. But just if you haven't seen it and you're interested and you got four hours, which no one does but me, apparently. Right. Um, what happens is at the, at the end of this one, like, you know, it's all good again. And they defeat Steppenwolf and Lois and Clark are expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. And they move back and they move back into the Kent farm. House. Okay. So we have that. And then what Zack Snyder was saying is in two, I think he said in two, he was going to have Lois die. Ah. And then this was this was going to send Superman into a like a crazed rage, okay, and side with either Darkseid or some other whoever the big bad of two would be. Sure. And then by three, Superman's son was going to become the new Batman. What Batman realizes is that he has to go back in time somehow, but I guess using the Flash's powers or something. Sure. And he sacrifices himself instead of Lois, so Superman doesn't go off the off the deep end. Ah, okay. And it, so it was kind of cool. They give you like this look of like what two was going to become. And it was kind of like good guys and bad guys team up. You get mm-hmm. a little bit more of Jared Leto's Joker and he's working with Batman. And so is Deathstroke. Okay. And um, it's interesting. I was kind of like, okay, so you, like you had a roadmap. Right. You know, I, I don't know how great it would have been, but I certainly would have watched it. The next one on HBO Max, mm-hmm. if not in the, th- I didn't see the first one in the theater. I waited to see it on HBO. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously this one wasn't in the theater, but I thought that it was at least surprisingly paced better because the story beats weren't so clumsy and they made sense right. and they got rid of every bit of thing that Joss Whedon reshot, like right. the weird uh, Henry Cavill, like mustache blur. Oh, yeah, he was that, shooting. A, that was terrible, man. Yeah. And they brought him, you know, like he was in his blue and red Superman suit. And this one, yeah. he's all in the black, you know, black and silver. Yeah. I like that suit. Black suit Superman. So, yeah. um, and just a lot of a lot of stuff that I'm like, all right, 
Like that's a little better. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, you I'm should. Not saying, you should I'm, you, you'd hope it would be. I mean, that was oh, the for point. Sure. Yeah, I'm not saying it goes from like a you know a four to a nine, but, but it goes the turn from like, was polished. Yeah, it goes from like a four to a six. At least I got through it, and I was like, those were clear story beats. At least you know what I'm saying. Like before, right. I, like I was just I remember watching it and being like, wait, what? You know, and I was like, wait. It feels like there's a big piece that we're missing here, you know, right. and like, obviously it was on the editing room floor. And obviously there was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now so, famous, famously, after watching Kenneth Branagh's uh, 240 minute Hamlet, I vowed to never watch a movie that long again. Yeah. So I probably won't be watching this. How did they make it that long? Well, you know, it's they use the first folio, probably. You know what? Shut up. Okay? Let's do the news. Let's, I don't ever want, I don't ever want you doing this thing. Use the first folio ever again. No. You're the worst. I know. You're I'm trying sinner. to tell people that. I know. I, like, uh, I think people yeah. are starting to realize it, quite honestly. I, <laughs> I think you're all smoke and slide whistles, sir. I wish. Give me a Winston right now. <laughs> <laughs> smoke eight of them in a row. Smoke it through the slide whistle. I wouldn't do that to my slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a well-oiled machine. That's right. All right, let's take a break and then do the news. All right. This is Mark Renton for The Morning Dadcast. Choose a career. Choose a big television. Choose your future. Choose life. And choose another podcast. Hey, has anyone seen Tommy's cat? So, just a couple quick news stories we wanted to hear. We want to do it on. Yeah, somehow we <laughs> took a break and there still wasn't a tremendous amount that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And then there's stuff that I'm like, we don't care, but maybe other people care about. Mm. Like, certainly, like, <laughs> like everyone's like, oh, my God, Sony buys Evo. It's yeah. like, uh, and I was like, oh, OK. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, is was this is this even a big deal? I'm so far removed from yeah the fighting competitive fighting tournament community like i have no idea to the point where i was like is it evo or evo <laughs> right <laughs> i was like way way it depends on that, that's how people judge age if you say evo then you're clearly 50 if you say right. evo then you know you're a young buck um right. you know in 2019 before the pandemic, there were tons of articles that esports was the ne- next billion dollar sports enterprise. I don't know that it. I mean, maybe it. it, it what do ma- you think? Because it I'm made not- it esports made over one billion dollars in 2019. It was okay. on track. It was pacing to become like a genuine competitor with any other sports franchise. Yeah, so that though, that guess- data is there. Do right. I care about it? No. I don't because one, they play games that I don't really care about. And two, I'm never going to find myself watching, participating or in the audience of one of these tournaments. Right. It's very hard for me to get pumped up when someone's using an avatar to compete. Yeah, agree. You know what I'm saying? Like any kind of video game representation, it's like just watch boxing or just yeah, watch UFC. I right. mean, I don't really watch either of those, but right. I mean, it, it's, it's cool. Every once in a while, you'll like get clips that you know the websites that we follow will put up, and it's like check out this person has you know like a hair of health left, and the other person has full health yeah. and makes a comeback, and you're like Jesus, right. look at that, and it's like a 96 hit combo that like is his his haymaker that he was actually able to pull off. 
Right, but and is that kind it of really cool. like any more exciting than just being back in the arcade and catching no, that no. organically? Not Maybe really, For me, right? there's a little bit of that nostalgia there because I remember kind of, you know, having my quarter up on the machine. And if that was your quarter, that meant you went next. Like I remember that right. type of stuff, um, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, this isn't for me, but it made a billion dollars in 2019. So it's for someone. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I'm sure someone looked at the you know, Excel spreadsheet and was just like, Hey, these numbers add up. And they were like, yeah. great, <laughs> write a check. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. that's, that's fine. And if you're into this, that's, that's totally cool. But just for me, like I never, I don't know. That's just something that I never got. And, and there's also like, as I understand it and correct me if I'm wrong, there's like a lot of like sexism and weird, like stuff that happens in these competitive gaming worlds and streaming as there's, well. Like a lot of, I've seen, was, I've seen articles, I've seen articles over the past, a uh, couple weeks since we've been, um, you know, since we did the Super Mario World, where it's like, you know, so and so's in trouble for sexist comments. So and so's right. past comes back to get them. So and so, and I'm like, it doesn't seem like the like. Uh, there's got to be good people there. I'm not right. saying there's. I'm not saying there's not at all. But it just seems like, I don't know. The well, press the, on it, it is always very. It's like they need a better PR person to kind of be like, hey, well, this guy you know, maybe, donated maybe Sony. Yeah, maybe Sony can do that, but. You know, the big concern that I remember back in 2019 when things were really hot with these tournaments is the safety of them because somebody had a gun and like tried to wield it um, when he lost. Like people obviously get extremely heated when they lose. Yeah, Um, I would never take the kids to one of these things. Right. You know, again, I doubt that, you know, safety should be a major concern. But, you know, in these days, it's always a concern. But I remember very clearly a story about somebody who got really upset that he lost. And you know what it's like to lose a fighting game, even with your friend? If you're like, dude, you can't throw 30 Hadoukens. Like, that's just... Like all those words, cheese and spam and gack and like all those things they tell they use for like, yeah, you won, but like it was technically cheating. Yeah. You bring that to a stage where like people can win $100,000 and yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, tempers are obviously going to run high. Yeah. It's a personality type. Mm. And it's not one that I necessarily vibe with. Yeah. I don't think it's very com- like I never really got into the competitive sides of games i was always yeah. more about the the solo adventures yeah the like only that. competition i like in games is speed running and i do like the competitive nature of retro games because i know there are still tournaments that use like the original nes uh, tetris yeah and i like that's that cool. that's cool uh the fighting games though i just feel like it's like it's a pressure cooker yeah it is hmm. and i hope that this pays off for them. And I hope that they're able to kind of polish it up and make it, you know, integrate it some way into their ecosystem. That makes sense. Cause obviously I don't want to see anything fail. Right. And um, what do you think about Sony? The rumor that Sony might be doing this just so that they can create a battle Royale two and use that as like a lead game in tournaments. (laughs) That would be pretty sick. I, there's no way they're writing a check that big to bring back a game. That's like, didn't really, Right, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a yeah. A I think it's game. a pretty silly rumor too. The problem with that game is that it just wasn't. They just didn't spend enough time with it. They obviously didn't put a, enough love into it, like Sakurai does for Smash. Yeah, because they had good characters. They did, and they had a really great cat. Like, I mean, it was and it played pretty well too. It controlled well enough. It just it did. It wasn't special. It, it felt special. exactly like what it was. It felt like a Xerox. It yeah, felt like a copy. It almost, it almost, it didn't feel much better other than the character and brand recognition than some of these like free to play ones. Right. Exactly. Like Brawlhalla or whatever those other ones are, you know? Um, 
Yeah, but yeah. It, it's got the potential. I mean, they certainly have the characters. And now, I mean, from the last time it came out, they probably have two to three new IPs that they could throw in there. Oh, yeah. You could get what's his name from Ghost of Tsushima. In there. Oh, man. Just writing haikus. <laughs> man, just sitting. So this is what happens, right? With so like, bandanas. Imagine like a Mortal Kombat style fatality with him. And he slices like someone through. They go on the ground. They fall down on the ground. He pulls out a piece of paper in his quill, writes a quick haiku, and then just throws it and leaves it on their chest and walks away. <laughs> right, but he writes fatality. it in their blood. He writes it in their blood. Oh, totally. Absolutely. He's, 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 that's the only way I see yeah. it going down. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would, yeah that so would hopefully, yeah, so I don't know if this will turn out to be, you know, a boon or a bust for them. Um, uh, listen, I'm sure that the people that are behind Sony that crunch these numbers know that it's going to work out. Yeah, I just don't know that they'll bring in me, you know? No, I don't, I don't think so. But again, we realized... I think as we've gotten older, we realize there are going to be frontiers in gaming that aren't for us. Right. Fortnite. For, yeah, there's things that we just stop playing or don't start playing because we know that they're not for us. I'll never buy right. another Pokemon game. Even right. if it's, uh-huh. you know, even this new Breath of the Wild one. I don't I don't Arceus. Is that how it's pronounced? I don't even know how it's pronounced. Um, I don't know, but, that, but I always flirt with, I'm like, now's the time. Now's the time yeah, to jump in. I know, in. right? Yeah. And then I'm like, but this nah, one looks cool. It's open world RPG, clearly completely ripped from Breath of the Wild, which apparently everyone has to, you know, rip Breath of the Wild at some point in their career these days. Right. Um, and it looks great and it looks like a lot of fun, but I'm I, I'm, I'm not going to play it because I know it's just not for me. I don't get it. I don't know the backstory. It's like me trying to watch sports. Like a lot of the reason why people watch sports is because of like the rivalries and the stories and all that stuff. I don't right. know them. So it's not interesting to me. Right. It's like you're trying to watch sports or keep a Lent promise. Yeah, I'm not good at either of those things, sadly. <laughs> you're not good at either of those things. Let me ask you this, though. I did How a water about- fast, though. Yeah, great. Great. How do you feel about banana controllers? <laughs> you feel uh, good about banana see, controllers? See, banana controllers, that works for me because it will be the first time in years that a lot of gamers have picked up a piece of fruit. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Really great. Really great that Thanks. you're insulting everybody. Oh, I, I don't know if every one of our Jesus fans are won. just game, gamers. Jesus won. Yeah. He did, didn't he? <laughs> he Triumphed did. and then threw open the gates of heaven. I remember yeah, once well, when I was in second grade, I asked this question. I said, so if when Jesus died, he opened the gates of heaven, what happened to all these people that died before he opened the gates of heaven? Did they just have to like wait? And I remember yeah, my wait, teacher listen. being like, just open to page 50 and shut up. <laughs> and you were like, Hallelujah. No, I, when, when she, when, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, Sony Interactive Entertainment's filed a patent application to use a banana for a PlayStation controller. Now, and it's not necessarily, uh, not, not essentially just a banana, but it would be right. any object. Um, According to Sony, a, quote, non-luminous passive object being held by a user, end quote, into a controller, recognizing virtual button locations on it. And they use the banana as an illustrated example. Now, I think they're, I think they're just doing this to <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Nintendo? Yeah. We own the banana now. What do you oh, think about man, that? man, that's amazing. You go tell that monkey. You yeah. go, you go All they tell need that to monkey. do is corner the red balloon market and Donkey Kong screwed. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> Um, and you know, and just th- th- kill the rest th- of the rhinos. If this works, <laughs> and they, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> and swordfish. What yeah. was the other thing you read? Yeah, it was like a s- swordfishy dolphin combination. Yeah, certainly didn't okay. look like either of them. Looked like no, both of it them. didn't. 
Yeah. Um, if this works and they are able to pull this off, then this can completely change virtual reality. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Again, I only get excited by gameplay. Yeah. Not necessarily seeing things that could have applications that could do all kinds right. of things. Yeah. Because so it's like, yeah, that's so who has thing. an idea for the banana controller? Sony, apparently. Right. But what is it? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. But like Sony also revealed their PSVR 2 controllers. And I'd much rather hold those than a banana. They look fantastic. They look like a dual shock cut in half with futuristic boxing gloves wrapped around them. It's exactly yeah. what I want a VR controller to look like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you know what sucks is that it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you'd have a bunch of friends over and you got a local multiplayer game mm -hmm. and you always had one controller that was either like the Mad Cats one or yeah. the one with the broken, you know, one that was oh, red. Yeah, it has the yeah. broken Z button on. Like, yeah. sorry, man, but like, it's not that big of a deal. You don't use it that much in this game. And you're like, it's to aim. And you're like, shut up. Shut up. And you should shut up. <laughs> Now they're just going to be like, all right, I'm going to get, uh, I'll take this one. Uh, I'll get the, uh, you know, I'll take this controller and the, you know, the dual sense five and here, hold this banana. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. That's exactly right. It's like, and hey, someone, what, what, you, what, what's going on over there? There's a pencil. You have a half an apple. There's an avocado <laughs> skin or a banana. Take your pick of controllers. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Here's, and there's a, all uh, yeah, a wad of two socks rolled up together. Yeah. Have fun. Anything could be a controller. Button. Yeah. Anything could be a controller, including actual controllers. So please. <laughs> well, that would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know what to do about this banana controller, but I don't want one. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, I'm sure that it will somehow kind of relate to AR or VR or AV. Uh, no, AR. Yeah. The poor. <laughs> An SUV. An SUV. SVU. Um, yeah, the, uh, the poor people at the booths at, at the events that gotta be like, go ahead, pick up that banana. No, pick it up. Yeah. Go ahead. See what it does. Yeah. Pick you up need the banana. to take that with you now. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. You gotta wash the, we gotta, we gotta disinfect it and spray yeah. it down now. Hey, any, any, any way to get people to pick up more fruit I'm happy with. That's, that's my, that's my, my view of this. Less joints, more broken Lenten promises. You know what? You more have to. All right. So what if I told you that because I broke my Lenten promise, I really went crazy afterwards because it was already done. What do you mean you really went crazy? Nothing. It was already done? No, nothing. Lent's over? I didn't actually own Beyond Oasis yet, but now I do. Oh, you broke it twice? <laughs> it was already broken. It's like, it's just like anything else. You break it once, it's broken. You can't, you know, break it more. Todd. What happened? That's terrible, man. I know. How, how can you even call yourself a lapsed Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I uh, know you don't deserve it, sir. The good thing about Catholicism is that we have confession, and next year, next year, I'm gonna get him, Tiger. Yeah, you're gonna go out. <laughs> right. The good news about Catholicism is all the way up until your final breath, yeah. if you get that guy in right at the buzzer, you're fine. Yeah, because like if I was about to die, and you know, I didn't get another Lent cycle, I could just be like, next Lent, I was gonna really give it my all, Jesus. <laughs> just want you to know, and that's all that I would need to say. Apparently, come here closer, closer. Come here, closer, closer. Terrible. You know what's really interesting, and maybe I'll pull up a few for next week's show, the famous last words of uh, famous people. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading that once, and they're all ridiculously terrible. None of them are uh, profound. Like, mm -hmm. I think Edison's was, get me some water. Uh-huh. I love yeah, it. Sure. It's fantastic. Um, you know, completely separated from their minds at that point. Um, right. And you want them to be like, the only thing that's important in life is laughter, love, and friendship. 
<laughs> but no, it's always like, is there a bell ringing? <laughs> Has anyone seen my slipper? <laughs> All right, so forget about next week's show. We just did it. Yeah, it's pretty done. much. That, that bit's done. I'm going to X that off of the list. Last words. Speaking speaking of bits that don't have a place, uh, we were talking before the show, and I was wondering. Were if, we speaking of bits that don't have a place? <laughs> yeah, we mentioned something. I wrote it down. Uh, if you could write anyone's biography, who would it be? We recently, well, at the beginning of our show last year, we interviewed um, Blake J. Harris from Console Wars, and mm. he is writing Larry David's biography. So he's That's getting yeah access to Larry and he's going to be spending time with him and doing all these great things to write this incredible book about this obviously incredible genius of a comedic writer. And that seems like that seems like a goal, right? That seems like if I was going to write a biography, that would probably be a cool one to do. Right. Who would you want to write a biography on? I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that question. Come back to me. I'll come back to you. I think it, I would want it to be someone who's alive because then I get to tag along yeah i think so i think that would be the fun part of it right <laughs> yeah i mean no one's gonna be that thrilled about my winston churchill book you know what i'm saying i would be okay one sold i might buy two <laughs> one you to know, prop up your desk one to rock one, one to stock yep like that yeah yeah just like a pair Excellent. of jordans yeah i'm not sure who i would either i think we should think about it We'll think about it. Next week's we'll show, up. we reveal our dream biographies. Yeah, dreams. <laughs> yeah, who used to do biography? And you talk to me, this is biography. Peter Graves? Mm. Peter Graves. I think it's Peter Graves. Funny enough, that's where he ended up. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Yeah, he did. Like all of us. Uh, okay. So I have, is there, yeah, is there anything have, we're excited about? Yes. This is just a bunch of stuff that we're not really that excited no, about. No, no, no. I think for the rest of the show, uh, we're only going to talk about things that we're genuinely excited about, especially with this one. There is a new Ninja Turtles brawler game coming out called yeah, Ninja, Shredder's Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yep. Yeah. And it is, uh, it's going to feature ground pa- groundbreaking gameplay rooted in timeless classic brawling mechanics. And it's brought to you by the guys uh, that brought us Streets of Four, Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, that's totally cool. But I don't know how groundbreaking the gameplay. Oh, you mean, you mean you're going back to the well? Yeah. Of what worked, you know, 20 years ago? Yep. Oh, my God. 30 years ago? 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Groundbreaking um, probably isn't the best way to describe it these days. Uh, we first yeah. certainly had a few brawlers since then. I famously played the Shaq Fu revival on the did. Nintendo Switch, and that was terrible. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely a well-trodden path at this point, but it looks fantastic. It looks just like the arcade game, which is probably the most famous and most popular and kind of most... Oh, I just lost it. <laughs> what the hell just happened there? <laughs> Did your brain just give out? It really did. What is going on over there, Todd? Ah, I'm so tired. I'm just so no, tired. I think the I think the devil is sucking your life force. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I'm excited about this. Um, <laughs> right. There's one Turtles brawler that I don't own that I would love to, and I'm going to wait until after Lent. But- Why? <laughs> Why? No, you're not. You goddamn liar. <laughs> <laughs> Hold You're on a ordering second. it right now. I can I, hear you clicking on the site. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's the Hyperstone Heist for Genesis. Uh-huh. Do you have that? No, but I remember it. 
Yeah, it's great. It was basically Genesis's answer to the uh, Turtles in Time. Yep. And it's a great game. I remember playing it as a kid. I think it was one of those games I rented from Blockbuster like 20 times and probably could have bought the game twice over. Right. Uh, but I'd love to play that with you. I love playing the Turtles. Oh, Gray and I play um, Turtles in Time all the time. And it really is such a great brawler. Yeah. So hopefully this, you know, has some elements of that. I mean, it sure looks like a, as good of a clone as it can be. Can I use a slice of pizza as a controller? Ah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Go grab a banana. Go grab whatever you got. You got a shoe. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. And those are certainly the right guys to be working on it. Um, the right folks to be yeah, working on it. Yeah, but look it up. It's called Shredder's Revenge and it looks fantastic. And yeah, Streets of Rage 4 was a great game. Yeah. Something we actually haven't played uh, online together, which we still need to do. We do. I played through it, but I need to play it. Through. I need help. We got to play through together. Let's do it next week. Um. So... Do you care about these Game of Thrones spinoffs? What's going on here? Yeah, I think one of them is about, um, you know, that scene when the blacksmith is like approached by the witch (laughs) and there's like someone, there's someone behind him who like burns her hand. I think one of the prequels is about her. I think they're just, they're shooting for anything at this point. (laughs) Great. There was one person on a boat in one scene who was waving. They're doing a show about him too. Yeah. yeah. Remember <laughs> remember in the village where someone was stacking hay bales? Yep. That guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hay baler. Yeah. yeah, hay baler. Um, I don't know. I can't keep up with this. I only watched about fifty percent of them and then and then when I watched the last season and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it's terrible. I loved the show into the last two seasons and then just hated it more and more every episode. Yeah. Um, I, I, so as of right now, what are the, there's, there's one that's definitely happening. That's like cast and probably started production already. Right. Um, and now there's going to be possibly three new ones. These are the right, right, right. To clarify, these are the three in addition to the ones that were previously announced. Right. That are like in production or fell off and never right. made it. They announced like two or three last year and now they've announced three new ones. Do you and know it's like, what I don't the want any premises of these. are? Uh, just what I wrote down here. One's under the title of 10,000 Ships and is about warrior queen <laughs> Princess Nymira who founded Dorne. Okay. Another set in <laughs> Flea Bottom, the slum of King's Landing that viewers got to see in the original series. Oh, so maybe the blacksmith who burned her hand will be in it. Um, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and the third and reportedly furthest along is tentatively, tentatively called Nine Voyages and is about Corleus Veleron. I... <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. A legendary sailor from Game of Thrones history. Sure. Clearly, we haven't read the books. No. And also, there's one more in development. Oh, is there? Ace Ventura 3 is in development. Oh, yeah. That's part of the series, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's in this in the uh, the Game of Thrones universe? I think they're making it canon. Ah. Well, the good news about Ace Ventura 3 is that it's officially in the works at Amazon with the Sonic team behind it, who's obviously been working with jim carrey yeah become, um, and they have started was garbage yeah well they started production on sonic 2 as well now the only bad news about it is that we do have the sonic team behind it but it's going to be starring mickey rourke instead of jim carrey <laughs> <laughs> i i would i would watch that mm. i want more stuff like that yeah just just try to catch me off my toes let me let me read the description and be like no way and then just watch it yep I'm totally into that. All right. So keep an eye out for 900 Game of Thrones spinoffs 
Ace Ventura 3, which will probably be terrible, mm-hmm. and Shredder's Revenge, which will be good. Yeah. And if you're interested in PSVR, another one's on the way. And uh, hold on to your bananas. Fans of video games, history, or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Do you want pins and stickers? Because we don't have them. Like a broken keyboard, we're out of control. Check it out. You got Wah Wah Wah, Poet Hojo. How about a No More Whoa? Join us every month or so on the Greenlit Podcast Network. All right, so we did something we don't usually do, Todd. What was that? Th- this week, we asked the internet. Because no matter how hard we try, yep. we cannot beat the internet. Yeah, no one that's can. True. Nope, you no can't, one can. You cannot beat the internet. You yeah. can try. You can't but fight the hive mind. Right, you can't. So you and I had a text exchange about video game worlds that we would love to live in if we had a choice to pick a game world. Right. Um, and we kicked it out to the community and we actually got some answers. But first, mm-hmm. I want to hear yours. Okay. <clears throat> have you thought about this? Are you I ready? Have. Okay. Yeah. I, I, obviously, like always, it's going to be more verbose than needs to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. This is obviously going to sound crazy, but hear me out. Is Bioshock. But not Bioshock, Why? not Bioshock when we get there. You know how in Bioshock like one of the first things you do is like you start hearing these voice recordings about the big New Year's Eve party before everything went to hell? Yes. Like I want to live in rapture when it was rapture. But you know that it's going to it's all going to go. But that's how every civilization's going to end that way in every history book eventually. I mean, you could say like, you know, in the the middle of Rome, well, this is fantastic. This isn't going anywhere, but you know, it did. <laughs> it did. It's, yeah. uh, you're, you're right about that. I love the idea of that kind of when you see, you get to see like those, those flashes of kind of the, the glamorous rapture, this kind of really incredible city underwater that was created to be this, this perfect place. And yeah, you know where it went, but it would be cool to live there during the, the height of it. I guess that's fair enough. And breath, And I love Breath of the Wild. But what would you do in Breath of the Wild? Are you putting yourself in Link's shoes or are you just... No, I think, again, I'd want to be there before the Calamity. Right. Like maybe in where they place you during the Hyrule Warriors version. See, I don't think I could handle any of this. I think you have to assume that you're taking your brain from this world and you're dropping it into a video game world. So you need to make it as much like this world as possible. Otherwise, you're going to go insane. Yeah, but I think that's kind of all part of it, right? Like, I don't want to go into, like, I'm not going to go into, like, ghosts and goblins. <laughs> right. Todd, I'm thinking city connection. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or demon sword. Right. Um, I don't have the hilt for that. Um, right. You don't have the, <laughs> you don't have the <laughs> hilt for that. <laughs> um, but I also don't want it to be too samey. I'm not going to go into, like, The Sims, which is, you know, just essentially this world with superpowers. I would trap you in a bathroom and just make you eat hamburgers. It sounds a lot like Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy you like an exercise bike, but I wouldn't put any doors to it. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I could just see it. It's in this glass coffin. <laughs> right. I build, I build it in this bulletproof glass right. thing and I just leave it on your but front I can still lawn. run. You can't stop me from doing that. I can if I don't give you shoes and I lock the front door. And I'll just run in place. I got it covered. <laughs> I'll do you purpose. got it. You got it covered. <laughs> you really do. Um, 
Yeah, I think the, those were kind of the first ones I thought of, and I didn't want to think about it too much because I really wanted to hear from the audience. But what were you thinking when we started when we were talking about this? Uh, Animaniacs bowling for PS One. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, forget it. I'm going back. I want to do Crazy Taxi. I want that to be my life. <laughs> Time to make some crazy money. <laughs> yep, I'm going to the KFC. Take me to Tower Records. Yeah, it sounds great. Buy some, buy some Green Day CDs, get some popcorn chicken. I'm in. Yeah. Offspring just rolling on the freaking yep. radio the whole time. You'd <laughs> be like, get in. He'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yep. uh, that game doesn't hold up. I know. I tried to go back and play it on the Dreamcast a couple yeah. of years ago. I must, yeah, I must bought a Dreamcast bundle just to play it. Yeah. I mean, if they overhauled it, it would be great. But it's, you need the brands in there. That's what made it so charming. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a real one. I think it would have to be something that's kind of close to reality. Hmm. I feel very differently, but I guess that's why the show works, because we see things differently. I'm tired of reality. I'm bored with reality. I want the fantastic. Right. But I mean, even something that's like, I don't know, maybe I take a Final Fantasy like, at least, like, you have, like, your... Yeah, Final Fantasy is fine. Like, you know... It, it has uh, similar systems and vil- towns and villages sure. bigger yeah, cities. Yeah, no, Final Fantasy could be cool. I mean, you everybody eat, everybody you know? who's played video games or has read kind of fantasy books, like, growing up, they kind of, you kind of always have this, this idea in your head that, like, one day you're going to be, like, standing waiting for a train. And, like, some strange guy in, like, a black coat is going to come up to you and be like, come with me, we need to go right now. And you're like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? It's on? It's happening? It's happening? Right. It's like, yeah, we have to go right now. And he, like opens a rift into another world and you walk through it and all of a sudden that's it. You're on. Right. Right. I'm ready for this. I've been preparing for this my whole life. You have been, you've famously, you've been saving Mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. You know, like, so like anything like that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm with you. We had, I think we had much better answers (laughs) from the internet because that's just what the internet does. Right. A couple of good ones. Kevbo, Delfino Mm. Island from super mario sunshine yeah that's a great answer that's a that's a great place i'd love to live in delfino island i remember those guys looking like the weird island guys from popeye is that wrong i don't know what the weird island guys from popeye look like they kind of looked like snorks (laughs) didn't they yeah but like big right weren't they like yeah they're big they they were built like football players they were like twice the size of mario yeah yeah but I did love Delfino Island. Yeah, it was a, that's that's a great place. I could I could definitely hang out there. I think anything tropical is obviously a great answer because especially coming from New York at the end of the winter, uh, I'm ready for any sort of sun that I can get. So Delfino Island sounds like a great vacation. Yeah, <laughs> the the bird, the man said quake. That uh, seems like you're not living that long. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a great place to go to at all. But you quake. know, if that's the environment that ter- that that speaks to him, then makes sense. But quake yeah, feels like you're moving at a miserable. million miles an hour, and I'm going to get shot in the head before I even get to establish my life. Yeah, it sounds pretty. T- and I'm terrible at quake, so I would not do well in that world. Me too. Yeah. What else we got? Ch Deal seven one three said Echo. I'd swim all day. I just swim all day. And that sounds, that's a really great choice because I didn't think about like changing myself into being able to do something that I can't do now. So like being (laughs) able to live underwater, like as a dolphin. Yeah, that would be, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But that whole world is going to shit, isn't it? It's kind of a sad story. Yeah. I remember playing and you know, maybe this is similar to uh, their experience with, with echo, but I remember just enjoying doing flips out of the water. Yeah. It was, it was would, a meditative game for sure. Yeah. And then I would just quit out. They'd be like, yeah. oh no, you got to go use the thing and echo thing. And yeah. Like, it's a tough game. That long. It's not an easy game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not. Also, and, I'm going to say that Echo is not a great game. And it's so odd because every single person that owned a Genesis at that time owned Echo 1 or 2. Yeah. It was just the game you had. You had Sonic 1 and 2 and you had Echo. Everyone had it in their collection. And it's yeah. not a great game. It's a good game. It's an innovative game. Um, but it's also a super, super hard game. Yeah, and it's it's pretty obtuse. It's not easy to like. I remember being like, "Where am I going and why?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I recently played it uh, for a, a good chunk of time actually because it came with my Sega CD. <laughs> um, so I've been playing it on Sega CD. I played it on Sega CD for like a week on and off. I was playing it for a few hours a day, and um, the music for the Sega CD version is even better. And that's kind of one of its defining features. Um, it's a great game. It's a cool world, but it's a hard game. Yeah. But like you said, you can make it meditative. You can just kind of swim around and not really. That's what I did. Yeah. I like never left the first area. I just yeah. flipped and sw- I would swim to the bottom and I right. would swim up and I would flip and I would do it again. And then I'd be like, I've had enough of this game. <laughs> That's enough of that. They'd be like, you're almost out of air. And I was like, I'm just going to shut this off. Yeah, I'm going to shut this off before I kill my dolphin. <laughs> before, I give, before I kill my dolphin. <laughs> Yolanda wrote Skyrim, obviously, in all caps. In all caps. I love that. Yeah. She yelled at us. Yeah, I feel like she would just want the Skyrim character cre- creator to live right, in. Right, exactly. She could just live in that and just create right. characters forever. That's what she'd do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Skyrim would total- be cool. I mean, they have hot baths. Yeah, but so does Tsushima. That's true, too. Yeah, Tsushima it was one I was certainly thinking, but I just thought it would be too obvious. But can I say that, too? I'm going to do Tsushima as well. You just sit and do hot tubs and haikus all day and not travel on the road so I don't have to fight any Mongols. <sighs> <laughs> just hang out in the ponds and the and the in the hills and i'll be fine right chase there's my gold le- birds and lead me to fox dens <laughs> there's a legend of a great bather in the That's- area <laughs> <laughs> he was a master haiku writer and he loved bathing <laughs> he loved bathing <laughs> go find him and he'll give you a bandana <laughs> that's worthless <laughs> yeah, that's totally worthless uh, what else did we have? We had, uh, <laughs> Lord Ramsey Kroll said Assassin's Creed. That's pretty cutthroat. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, but I think for me, it would depend on which one. Like, some of the Renaissance ones I'd be really into. Todd, you would die so fast. I, I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle the smell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand how everyone's just walking around here like things are normal. It smells like horse everywhere <laughs> do you know how quick you'd be called a witch yeah, yeah. Can, I, can i get a water with a little pink salt and a little lemon <laughs> potions <laughs> potions <laughs> what are you trying to pull yeah strap them up <laughs> we want to talk about sexism i'd say stuff like that and they'd be like this master warlocks created this potion for, for <laughs> immortality but if i was a woman they'd be like burner <laughs> put rocks on her till she can't breathe <laughs> Uh, so I'd be a warlock and I'd, you know, probably wind up advising the king. Yeah. I also like the idea that Assassin's Creed can be both in and out of the, what's oh, it called? Yeah. It was the, the, the device. Yeah. The thing. Uh, I always forget about that part I of the game. I play every one of these and I can't even yeah. remember what the thing's called. Every time they start with that part in like the modern world, I'm like, okay, already. Can yeah. we just please scrap this whole thing? I'd be that. I'd, I'd be that. And I'd just be like, I'd be like a coder who works mm. in that office. And I'd just be like, hey, guys, I'm checking out for the day. And they'd be like, all right, later, Mike. And <laughs> like, right, I'm not involved in any of the other adventures. Right. I'll, be like, yeah, I'll hit the kitchen on the way out and grab a granola bar. Yep. And I'll be like, you know, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, I'll see guys. you tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I'm not st- st- stabbing people close to the Pope no. or jumping off Notre Dame. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Although it sounds fun. No, it sounds like I'm dead. Yeah, that's true. And then we had Commando Kitchen. Dude, we already live in Mad Max. We're just living the prequel and waiting for the bomb. <laughs> I love amazing. That. I love that insight. Yeah. So as soon as the bomb hits, I guess we just flip the Mad Max switch. That's right. I mean, that's that's. I think there's people waiting for it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Commando Kitchen is. Morning, Dad. 